Hey everyone and welcome to season two of the podcast and this season will be a shorter one but a deep one all focused around our personal prayer life and how we can live a life of praying without ceasing and at the start of a year many of us are looking at our routines and our rhythms and where we would like to go deeper with God next year so this season is an equipping one exactly for that. I'm your host Aaron Planner and it is my prayer that this season is an invitation for you to go deeper in relationship with Jesus and in your personal prayer life. Welcome everybody to episode five of the podcast and episode five is called a life of prayer is a life of spiritual transformation and if you haven't heard that term before spiritual transformation just think of it in the context of us uh, walking in the ways of Jesus with the Holy Spirit and as we do so becoming transformed into Christ's likeness. That is our aim. We want to be spiritually transformed into the likeness of Jesus. And as our lives become a prayer, as we spend time in the presence of God, abiding in him, listening to him, inquiring of him, speaking to him, as we become more constantly, I guess, in communication and in communion with Jesus, a really funny thing starts to happen. We actually start to become a little bit more bit by bit like him. We start to be transformed into his likeness. I remember some years ago I was in a seaside um, town in Europe for a holiday and I was watching these couples walk past. It was a place that um, a lot of elderly people would go for their summer vacation and some would just sit on park benches for a while and people watch, others would have ice cream. But you would see these um, elderly couples in their like late 80s who had obviously been married for, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 years. And it was really funny because you could see that although clearly there was a wife and a husband, they did look a little like one another. They kind of had the same mannerisms. They had, sometimes they were wearing like the same kind of shoes, the same kind of clothes. Um, and I don't know if you know, like, and have watched couples over time, but you can see that like over time, people tend to become like those people that they are around, right? Um, and it was the sweetest thing for these couples, but it, it's the same with Christ. It's the same with Jesus. When we spend time with him, um, over time, we become more like him. And he, we were listening and, and talking about the quote from Henry Nouwen, who described prayer without ceasing by saying, prayer is thinking in dialogue and in conversation with God. And I don't know about you, but as my thought life has been transformed into a space of dialogue with God, like a continual open conversation between us, I've actually been able to hear him so much more. And I can hear the the beating of his heart to the rhythm of grace and realize when I'm stepping outside of grace, I can hear his pleasure over his children. I can hear his love for the lost sheep. I can hear what's on his heart. I can hear how he feels about a situation. And then personally, I also hear him speak to my soul so much more. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Paul speaks about us as humans being tripartite beings made up of a body, a spirit, and a soul. And he talks about our soul being our mind, our will, and our emotions. And as I'm thinking in dialogue with God, as Henry Nouwen puts it, I often find God transforming this area, my soul, into 
Christ-likeness. Um, he begins to talk to me about my mind or my will or my emotions as I dialogue with him constantly throughout the day. So as I'm thinking in dialogue with him, he'll start to maybe pull me up on some things or challenge me on wrong ways of thinking. And so in that way, he renews my mind and changes even my belief systems. As I'm thinking in dialogue with him, he asks me things like, Erin, I understand that you see this in this way, but would you also like to know how I feel about it? And in that simple kind of question, I've found myself exchanging my will for certain situations for his will for certain situations when I've actually seen it as he sees it. Um, As I'm thinking in dialogue with him, my thoughts that are linked to my emotions, I don't know if you've noticed that, but thoughts and emotions are very closely linked. Um, He often starts to speak to me about these emotions as well, actually very, very often. And I find that these emotions are actually put under his leadership. And he has shown me where a thought or a feeling um, has actually come from an area of my heart that needs healing or restoration. And then he's poured his love into that very area, bringing wholeness to my heart and wholeness to my emotional realm. So an unexpected and yet very powerful fruit of leaning into a life of prayer without ceasing has been, for me at least, spiritual transformation into Christ-likeness, especially in this area of my soul, especially in this area of my mind, my will, and my emotions. And as my thought life becomes open to dialogue with the Lord and becomes a place of constant communication and prayer, well, let's just say I'm becoming little piece by little piece more like Christ through this practice. And for Christ himself, it must have been very evident to those who are, who walked with him that the place of and the key foundation to the power and his ministry was in fact the place of prayer. And I think that becomes evident because it's the one thing that the disciples actually asked Jesus to teach them. They ask him to teach them how to pray. And I love that it is recorded in in scripture, Jesus' response to them. We're going to read from Luke chapter 11, verses 2 to 4. And he, being Jesus, said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. And Jesus teaches them what we also, what we often call the Lord's Prayer. And as we cultivate lives of praying without ceasing, and cultivate what we've said Henry now calls a life of prayer, we become transformed into Christ likeness. And a crazy other thing happens is that I've noticed we also start to become the Lord's Prayer. We also start to become the very fulfillment of the prayer of Jesus. What do you mean, Aaron? That sounds a little bit crazy. Okay, let's unpack that a little bit. Okay, so in the likeness of Jesus, we more and more make holy the name of God our Father. So the more we become like Jesus, the more we hallow the name of the Father. I don't know if you've noticed that in your own life. I've definitely noticed that in mine. Um, 
we receive from God our daily bread. The more I become like Christ, the more I am receiving from God my daily bread instead of searching for like sugar fixes of the world or things that are going to numb the hungers and the needs of my soul. The more that I reach to God for the daily bread, for my daily bread, Um, the more that I live in this place of prayer and surrender my life as prayer, the more I actually am able to receive easily of the forgiveness and then the grace of Jesus that I need many, many times a day often. So I become more like Christ in being able to um, not be held down by shame or condemnation. I'm able to I more and more easily receive his forgiveness and receive his grace and actually able to repent and then to walk in freedom. Another thing that I've really noticed is that the more that I live in this place of prayer and constant communion, the more and more of this grace and mercy that I just spoke about that I've received from his heart, I find it much more easy to be able to forgive those who are indebted to us, like it says, or forgive those who have wronged me. I find as I'm more able, more easily able to receive the grace of God and his forgiveness, the more easily I am able to dispense of it towards others. Also, the more that he speaks to me about his heart and what moves his heart, the less I'm led into temptation, actually. The more he shares his heart to me for those around me, And the more I fall in love with him, the more I see his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven through my life and through the life of people around me. So by praying without ceasing, by allowing our life to become a life of prayer, we find that we become more and more like Christ and we actually find that we become the fulfillment and the answer to the Lord's prayer. How crazy is that? It's so beautiful. Okay, so our activation for episode five is going to be based around the 1 Thessalonians 5.23 concept of us being a tripartite being, body, spirit, and soul. So I want us to spend a little bit of time sitting with Jesus. You might want to do this at the beginning of your day. You may perhaps want to take a walk with him personally. I find it much easier to walk with the Lord than to sit still sometimes. Or perhaps you want to use your lunch break today. Um, Or even if you're riding the train to work, you might want to consecrate your commute to the Lord and use that time. It doesn't matter. Wherever you want to uh, welcome him, he will come. So I just want you to start by turning your conscious mind towards Jesus and using your conscious thoughts to meditate upon him. And once you've done that in your mind, spend a few moments there and then start to turn the affection of your heart towards him love on him for a moment you might even want to tell him how much you love him you might want to verbalize that out loud you might want to journal it so now that you've presented your mind to Jesus just give him full permission to interrupt any thought for that day and now that you've turned your heart towards him Just give him full permission to interrupt or speak into any emotion that you feel for that day. And once you've sat in each of those places for a little time, I want you to present your will to Jesus. 
Perhaps you're really wanting something to go a particular way at work or at school today or in your family. Just allow the Holy Spirit to actually speak to you about where your will is strong for a particular situation or circumstance. And then just offer these things to Jesus and offer them to him saying the very prayer that Jesus said to the Father when he surrendered his will. Not my will, but yours for this situation, God. We actually are in this moment giving the Holy Spirit permission to come and speak to us in space where maybe our mind would race or our emotions would take over or where our will would be very strong. So now once you've presented your mind, your will and your emotions to the Lord for the day, be ready for him to come and speak. Be ready for him to come and show you things that you've never seen before. And as you just stay in this constant dialogue with the Lord, um, all the day, be ready for him to show you how he thinks about something, how he feels about something and what his will is for the situation. It's so awesome to start to dialogue with God in this way. Okay, so before we wrap up episode five, let me pray for us. So Jesus, our prayer is that truly we would become more like you. That God, as we lean into your teaching, as we lean into listening and hearing and abiding I thank you that you share your heart, that you share truth, that you share your love with us in greater measure. So, Lord, whether it's in our mind, in our will, in our emotions, we want to hear you. We want to become more like you. And we just welcome anything you want to say to us, anything that you want to bring love into and healing into, anything you want to bring correction into, we welcome it that you You do this out of kindness. You do this out of love. And Lord, I just speak for anyone who may be feeling shame or condemnation. I just speak the truth that there is no shame or condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so, Lord, we just welcome anything that you want to say to us in this space. And Lord, as we surrender and make our lives a life of prayer, may we become more like Jesus. And I pray this, Lord, in your powerful name. Amen. Amen.